Hello, welcome to the Joe Martino Show. My name is Joe Martino and I am your host uh, where we talk about all things emotional, relational, mental, and just human nature. Let's talk about the things that make us human. Uh, In fact, today I'm going to do that and I'm going to talk to you about something that is kind of very personal, a lot of self-disclosure in this episode. What happens when you mess up and yell at your kids? That's what I want to talk about today. It was not my scheduled topic to record, but it's the one that I'm going to record because it's been running through my head, and I know I'm not the only parent that struggles with this mistake. I've blogged about it, gotten a lot of feedback, uh, made a YouTube video about it, got a lot of feedback on that. If you're interested in my YouTube page, don't hesitate to click that YouTube icon on my SoundCloud page or on my own webpage. My webpage is joemartino.com. My SoundCloud page is soundcloud.com forward slash the Joe Martino Show. All right, so it's been a long week uh, for me, for my family. A close friend of our family's passed away a week ago tomorrow as of the recording of this podcast. By the time I actually put it up, the, it'll have been a few weeks, of course. Uh, but that's taken an emotional toll. On top of that, I have had a nagging pain Uh, in my back, a bit of a muscular pain that that we're treating, that we're dealing with, but it's still there. And so emotions have been high, emotions have been frayed. Today we went to the viewing of our friend. As you might imagine, that was a very emotional time. When we came back, we made a plan, we're going to divide and conquer. I came to the office to do some work. I needed to work on some podcast recordings. I needed to work on some YouTube recordings. I needed to work on the eulogy that I'm giving at our friend's funeral tomorrow. My wife went to our house, picked up some of our children who had stayed home from the viewing, uh, got everybody some food, and came back. I'm right at the end of one of the takes on my video, and if you've ever made a video recording, you know that it is more than one take is necessary to get it done. Uh, One of the things that I struggle with, I'm not a great videographer, I'm not a great editor, so I really need to have one good take, and then I can kind of fill in here and there a little bit. I was all the way at the end. The lights were on. I was hot. I probably needed some caffeine. My kids come. They're standing outside. They're waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting. Finally, they think, well, Dad must be done. So they open the door. Before I'm done, I rush to the end of my video, and I yell at them. Now, I didn't call them names. I didn't attack them. I just yelled at them because I was frustrated. And in my frustration, I was wrong. Have you ever been there? Have you ever just been frustrated, wore out, tired, and your kids do something? We're not talking about anything really that majorly wrong. They needed to come inside. We're in Michigan in our 17th winter of the season. It's January 98th, so it's like 12 degrees outside and sunny. They need to get in. They're cold. And I snapped. You guys couldn't wait one more minute? Right? And I don't share this. Hopefully you're not judging me. Hopefully you've been there. Well, hopefully you haven't been there. That'd be great. But but hopefully you can at least have grace for me having been there. And so then my kids went in a room. They were actually very understanding. I was like, look, give me 10 minutes. I got to get this done. I'm all the way down to another cut. And then my son, who's five, bangs a door. And bam, there it is. Now, I'm not creating something that's going to make it on TLC. I'm not creating something that's going to be you know, made into some sort of epic video. But but I do want some level of quality that I'm not getting. 
And so I'm like, hey guys, you know, three more minutes, but this whole time my conscience is chewing on me. And I want to talk to parents who do this. Maybe, maybe you've never done that. Maybe you don't understand that situation. Let's talk about the situation where you're like, hey, you need to clean your room and they don't. So you yell or, hey, you need to do the dishes and they say something unappreciative and you yell. Maybe what happens for you is your kids are willfully disobedient. One of the things that my wife and I believe a lot in is emotionally secure children. In fact, we're going to co-write a book in the near future called The Emotionally Secure Children. Uh, we also want to write a book called Values-Based Parenting, which all sounds nice and good, but what are those things? Well, the emotionally secure child, much like it sounds, is a child that is emotionally secure. And if you listen to the first episode of the Joe Martino Show, you know we talked about emotional security being the ability to know it's okay to be emotionally naked. This means your kids have to know that it's okay for them to make mistakes and that when you make mistakes, you own them. Right, so I'm sitting there and I'm working on this uh, this YouTube recording, uh, ironically, about the fear of failure, about how something might you create might fail, it might not work. And the whole time I'm making it, there's this voice running in my head Oh, you've got the perfect face for radio, for podcasts, certainly not for video. What are you doing? This is going to suck. This is going to fail. I I warned you, this is going to be very self-disclosure-ish today. This is going to, I'm just going to tell you what goes on in my head. And and this is a battle inside my head. This, it's going to suck. You're not going to do that well. And then my kids open the door and so I yell. And then, well, why am I even making this video? Look, I yelled at my kids. That's ridiculous. And all this doubt is just running through my brain. And then, you know, there are environmental factors. My wife and I went on a date last night. We went out to a concert. It was a great time, a lot of fun. But I was up late, right? And so my ability to manage my emotions is hindered by my lack of sleep, by the fact that I went to bed late, woke up early, went to the gym, et cetera, et cetera. This is not an excuse. This is understanding the environmental factors because once I realized I made a mistake, The impetus, the onus is on me to go to my kids and tell them, I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Now, here's the thing. The temptation for parents is to just gloss over that. I can't tell you how many times I meet parents and like, well, I don't know how to say I'm sorry for my kids. Well, I think one of the reasons we so struggle with forgiveness in our society is we don't teach our kids how to forgive by asking them to forgive us, by teaching them how to forgive us and to forgive their siblings, right? So I went to my kids one at a time, and I was like, hey, I'm sorry that I yelled at you. In fact, one of my daughters, uh, who remember, this has been a stressful week for them too. They've all experienced the loss like my wife and I did. Uh, One of my daughters actually went to the viewing with me. To my knowledge, it's her first time seeing uh, a body of a person who is deceased, right? And so we're trying to process through those emotions, and she just goes, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't say that. Will you tell me you forgive me or not? Yes, I forgive you. Thank you. And I gave her a kiss on the forehead. And then we talked a little bit about these environmental factors. Then I went to the next daughter. Actually, I went to my son. And uh, he came up and gave me a hug. He's five. And I was like, Daddy, sorry he yelled. Will you forgive me? He goes, me do, which is his way of saying yes. And I kissed him. And then I went to my oldest, who's a little too cool for hugs and kisses. And I did the same exact thing. And then I went to my middle daughter, 
who's 13, so she's not quite into the too cool for dad hugs and kisses yet. And I said to her, I'm sorry I yelled at you. She's like, oh, it's all right. I've been yelling at, insert oldest daughter's name here, all day. I'm like, no, it's not okay. Dad should have made a better choice. Will you forgive me? Yes, I forgive you. Can I have a hug? I love you. Right, and we go through this process of forgiveness because when you love someone, you invite yourself to be hurt. Jason Holdridge, who wrote the forward to my book, he's a friend of mine. I've known him for almost 30 years. Uh, He's also uh, my pastor. One time he said, to love someone is to invite pain. And so I hurt my kids. I'm not excusing it. I'm just telling you, if you're going to love someone, if they're going to love someone, they're going to bump into each other in, in painful ways, in ways that hurt. And so the responsibility is on us as a parent to engage our children from a place of servant leadership that says, I was wrong. I'm sorry I yelled. Even if they were wrong. Now, in this instance, my kids weren't wrong. Uh, They were just trying to get inside. But even if my kids had done something wrong, if I violated a value that we have as a family, I need to let them know that. I need to tell them I'm sorry. I apologize. Will you forgive me? So often, especially when I start to work through this in the room with couples uh, and their children, what I see is, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, it's not okay. I hurt you. Will you forgive me? Yes. It's humbling to have to say the words, will you forgive me? It gives up power and it gives it to the other person. They could reject you. They could say no. But it's in that humbling that healing comes. It's in that humility that health grows. And and by going through this process, what you're doing is you're teaching your children what it means to make it right. So let's go through some practical steps on what we can do when we make a mistake with our children. Okay, so the first step I've already given you, just apologize. Just own it. I made a mistake. I went and told all my kids, look, I yelled at you. I shouldn't have. I apologize. Which leads me right into step two, which is actually ask for forgiveness. Will you forgive me? Don't let a mm or a it's fine or a mm-hmm. No, no, no. Will you forgive me? Yes or no? And they can say no. Now, if they do say no, that creates a whole conversation that you need to have with them. You should have with them. I'm not saying it's okay for your children to not forgive you and walk around. But some of you out there, maybe me, some of us, we are committing the same mistake over and over and over and over again. And sorry doesn't change what we did. Right? So saying I'm sorry, saying I was wrong, will you forgive me? Those are two steps and they're important, but we still have to empower our child to answer however they feel. You still have to be a parent. Now, I really want to take a minute here and just talk about this. In this situation with my kids, they didn't do anything wrong, but you still have to be a parent. Let's say that your kid was smoking cigarettes or vaping or doing something else that you don't want them to do, especially because you know it's dangerous and bad for them. When you say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me for whatever you did? And you yelled or you called them names or maybe you bullied them. That seems to be such a popular response to parenting nowadays. We're going to bully my child for bullying. You still have to be a parent, but, but when you apologize, they should still get consequences for their grievance, for whatever it was that they did. It can't be this, well, when I was a kid, I did all these things. Who cares? That's the dumbest argument I've ever heard. Be a parent. 
right? So you, the first step is you apologize, you own it, you ask for forgiveness, and then you have to be a parent. So they still get consequences. The fourth step is you make it right, right? And sometimes making it right is just going to be, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Uh, I'm not going to do it again. Or let's come up with a plan together so that I don't do it again. Right? I am, I'm tempted to yell when my children don't do their chores. And so I just came up with a plan. I'm just not going to yell. I'm going to tell them, okay, here's the consequence. And then I'm not going to argue with them. Right? So I'm going to be a parent, may come up with that plan, and I'm going to make it right. Sometimes, and this is one that, that people, when I talk to families about this in therapy, they get so upset with me. Sometimes you have to make it right, and that involves restitution. Restitution is the idea of making your wrong right. So if you created a grievance against your child, creating the restitution towards it. I I once had a consult with an older, more experienced therapist. We were talking through a behavior plan for a family, and and the uh, therapist who was 30 years my senior asked me, he said, let me ask you a question. Has the dad created some sort of behavior plan for himself? And I asked him what he meant, and he said, well, does dad violate any of these values that the family's talking about? And I said, well, yeah. Okay, well, what does dad do when those don't happen? And I was like, I have no idea. So I went and talked to the family, and it was really interesting. They were very much against it, mom and dad were. I talked him into doing it for two months. I said, just give me eight weeks of trying it and see what happens with your children. And so their restitution was they had to empty the dishwasher whenever they... They did this, you know, violation of the family value. They had to apologize. They had to own it. They had to ask for forgiveness. They still had to be a parent, but then they had to make it right. And in this case, making it right was emptying the dishwasher, which is all part of the fifth step, which is formulate a plan so that you don't do it again. I'm always a little bit amazed at how often people will engage in something without coming up with a plan to stop doing it. Like somehow they're going to magically stop doing whatever it was that they just did. So I have to have a plan not to yell at my kids. And so one of the things is my wife will point it out to me. I don't always agree with my wife when she says I'm yelling. I'm loud. In fact, I saw a funny meme the other day that said, uh, you knew I was Italian when you met me and now I'm too loud? Question mark. And it's got a picture of Sylvester Stallone making some face. Uh, That really is an ADD rabbit trail that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I do want to talk to you parents about this. When you've wronged your child, when you've made a mistake, when you've screwed up, you go through these five steps and then you move on. And this is part of being a parent, right? This is kind of part of that third step. But you move on. You can't let it nag at you. You can't let it eat you. Once you've asked for forgiveness, once you've made it right, once you've moved forward, then you move forward. So it can't be, well, little Johnny did this today, but two weeks ago I did that, so I'm not going to discipline him. That's insanity, right? It's just you move forward. Children need to know that they are loved. They need to hear I love you's. They need to be hugged. They need to have touch. But they also need to see you be humble. They need to see you admit when you're wrong and teach them that it's okay for a person in authority to say, I was wrong. I made a mistake. Will you forgive me? Let's move forward. I'd love to know what your thoughts are. If you have any questions, send me an email, info at joemartino.com. You can also go to joemartino.com forward slash podcast. Hit the contact me page. 
Uh, you can just go to JoeMartino.com and hit the contact me page if you'd like. And send me your thoughts. You can comment on this uh, podcast. However you want to get it to me, you can Twitter me, Facebook me, whatever works. I want to know what your thoughts are. What's your strategy for when you make a mistake with your children? How do you make it right? How do you ask for their forgiveness and how do you move forward? All right, let's move to one of my favorite parts. And this is when people write in with a question. If you have a question, you can send it to me at info at joemartino.com. You can Twitter me at joemartino. And you can also reach me on the webpage by clicking on the contact me page. All right, today's question comes from Terry in Grand Rapids. Terry writes in and says, Joe, I just recently made my first appointment with a counselor. Uh, By the looks of this, what Terry means to write is, I just recently had my first appointment with my counselor, and in it she told me that things might actually get worse before they get better. Is this true? Question mark. P.S. Is it true all the time? P.S.S. Uh, do you think it's true for couples that even that see you? Well, Terry, uh, whoever your counselor is, she sounds like a wise person. Yes, typically, especially in couples counseling, things get worse before they get better. Uh, I usually tell my clients that that is because they have discovered a way to make a dysfunctional relationship functional. They have taken scabs and turned them into either scars or they've taken blisters and they've turned them into calluses. And so what happens is they find a way to function dysfunctionally. Bills get paid, the kids get to school, all sorts of those things happen, but they don't actually get to be functional in a healthy way. And in order to do that, often things that are painful have to be brought up, they have to be discussed, uh, they have to be changed, they have to be moved forward. And so essentially it's a little bit like having an infected scab Uh, That's a deep wound. And often the counselor and you will go through the process of peeling back that scab and letting out the infection. And that can be very painful. So the truth is, it probably will get a little bit worse. It will certainly feel uncomfortable. Um, This is not a good recruiting speech, but it is 100% the truth. Terry, I'd encourage you to stay with it. Uh, Try to develop as best you can a positive relationship with your therapist. And she should be able to help you and your partner develop the relationship that you're looking for uh, and have a healthy one. Thanks so much for the question. Once again, thanks for uh, listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I really can't stress this enough. If you make a mistake with your children, uh, have the courage to own up and fix it and model good servant leadership where you apologize, where you tell your children that you were wrong and move forward. Thanks again, and we look forward to uh, hanging out with you in another week. Remember, new episodes are out every Tuesday. They actually come out every Tuesday at midnight. We are on the Google Play Store. We are also on iTunes and BoxCast or CastBox. I'm not sure which. That's terrible. I believe it's uh, CastBox. Uh, Either way, if you're on the Android market, we should be available to you. And if you're on the Apple market, iOS market, we are in the iTunes store. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. Give us a rating on the iTunes store. And if you have a question for a future show, feel free to send us an email at info at You can also go to joemartino.com and click on the Contact Me page. Until next time, remember... 
change possible.